Welcome everyone to my Comics Collector's Corner podcast and YouTube show. Mr. Comics 89 here, just hanging out. You know, it's been a while since I've done anything but an ASM review for my for this particular podcast. But I recently saw the uh, Cross the Spider Verse movie, which I'm sure a lot of other you, a lot of other, a lot of you guys have probably saw as well. And there's a character on there that kind of fascinated me a lot. And I knew one person in the Spider-Man community who really cared, who was really passionate, cares a lot about that character. So I thought I'd invite her on and we could have a little talk about her favorite character. And maybe she can tell me a little bit more about um, Spider-Punk since I still don't know very much about it. So please welcome from the uh, Spider-Man crawl space, Sarah Pezzle, right? Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Yay, yay. I can be taught. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah, so yeah. Um I saw first saw Sarah on um Spider Crawl Space when on a collector's episode. She had uh quite a bit of a collection, you know. I think I have a lot of clutter around my office here, but all these other collectors on these shows and we're like, Man, I am a shiny, shiny newbie compared to you guys. It's like, I, you know, have to bow down to the oh, master. Oh, no way. No way. I feel the same way. Did you see the most recent one that they did? I was like, oh my god, I need to up my collection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of my stuff is pictures and comics kind of thing, mm -hmm. so that's why it's like, you can see my wall and you can kind of see what I own. That's about it. You know, I don't have any, I don't have very much boxes of stuff unless you count pops. <laughs> kind I of. see you got some issues back there that I want. <laughs> oh, this one here? Yeah. That's yeah, one of my favorites, you know. Tell you what, for half the price, I'll say you half the issue. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. I a little, a little of the trading card. I want to get it graded but uh, graded at um, by a company and have it posted right next to the original that's my favorite which is why it's behind me yeah i own a complete collection of amazing spider-man and almost have every single annual so that's my claim to fame and all that so i you know you recently got a few issues yourself uh asm 100 and things like that but yeah before we dive down into getting lost in our own thoughts why don't you introduce yourself uh, for a little bit for us of us yeah, absolutely. So um, I have been collecting Spider-Man things uh, of all kinds uh, since I, since the first movie came out. How old was I? Like 10, 11? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, basically anything that I think is cool, I'll be like, yeah, I'll get that. Um, I have a couple of things that I just recently picked up uh, that, you know, I was going to show you should you ask about that. And mm -hmm. um one of my biggest goals is to, like you, own all of the amazing Spider-Man comics. So I'm working on that. Um, going okay. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I mean, I another one of my claim to fame is people would wonder if I was crazy. I collected the entire collection from zero to 100% complete in just over 1,200 days. What? And, wow. And that's because when I get a bug and a passion and itch for something it's very hard you know it's like it's like not only putting a cement brake on the gas pedal you're but i disable the brakes and then glue the pedal down and so now i'm out of control and so it's like i'm very good at finding money when i really want to okay and we're gonna so, talk later about that <laughs> and so it's like going like oh this, 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 this. you know i can i can step on a dime and get three quarters out of it <laughs> So that's, you know, so that's why I can, uh, 
I wonder at how I do things sometimes. I can, it's almost like, I should do a self-help or a how to do it. But then like, every time I try to explain it, I'm going like, don't you understand A, B, C, D, F parentheses? Come on, everyone knows that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit more. What's your collecting like? You said you've been in there since the first movie in 2002. That's what, oh, what, 11 years now? <laughs> no, 20, 21. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so it, it started off with the first thing, first Spider-Man thing I ever really owned. Uh, my mom had bought for me and mm -hmm. it was from the first movie. And I was absolutely in love with it. It is, I have it. I can go get it if you want, but mm -hmm. I, it's the wall climb Spider-Man. So you hook him to the wall and you turn him on and he falls down and then he climbs back up with mm -hmm. his like two points of articulation like this. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I remember you showing that off. Uh, yeah. On the mm -hmm. your episode. Yeah. That little thing. Yeah. I mean, Mike, I remember me, um, I, I, I swear I would have gotten into collecting comics sooner had I realized what I was actually reading somewhat was actually comic comics, but it mm -hmm. was when, we, when they were called graphic novels, novel means book in my mind. And mm -hmm. so I was, I was just reading a book with a lot more pictures and mm -hmm. I, was, I didn't realize at the time. And so between graphic novels and, Oh, the 90s Spider-Man show, that's really cool. But it took, took, you know, a bunch of different little steps to, you know, it took a, B, C, D, E before F happened. And mm -hmm. then I finally got the bug to collect comics because, oh, I can collect just these four issues of my favorite first appearances of my favorite Superman from the from my favorite uh, story art, the Death, Death and Rain of Superman. And those five issues are all I need. They can be display on the wall. That'll be it. If only. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, one tattoo and I'm done. And I cannot count a single part of my body that doesn't have one, at least one tattoo somewhere. So it's like, uh, well, I should, I should stop saying never because never, never happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, after, after that toy though, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously I was a kid, so I didn't, I had my allowance that I spent on various things but I didn't really start actually collecting comic books until I was in college uh around 2000 uh 2009 um and there was this this lo my local comic book store ha always had my pull for me always would let me know about any of these extra extra back issues that they just pulled and they're like yo Sarah you got to check this out I'm like all right bet let me see you know and it'd be like it'd be it'd be uh like issues in the like 300s and 200s and stuff that they would have i remember one time he had amazing fantasy 15 and i was like there's no put that away i ain't affording that put it away get it out of here i don't even <laughs> want to look at it i don't want to touch it i don't want to see it just no yeah <laughs> i should have found a way to make it work i saw on ebay once two and a half three years ago coverless <laughs> i think amazing fantasy 15 it was like a thousand dollars and That's I was going it? like, I think it was a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. I'm not sure. Still, I, that's I, it. Like that's crazy. I, well, I might be mistaking. Maybe, maybe add another zero there. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere between a thousand and ten thousand dollars. You know, Trump changed for everyone, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, no big deal. But I remember thinking, going like, uh, "Hey, honey, 
I'm the one who pays the house bill anyway. Do you mind if we ha renegotiate the mortgage? <laughs> you know, get you know, get, get, you know, it's it's right there. <laughs> get that to happen, yeah. Well, I'm the one who pays the bill. I'm the one who pays the mortgage payment anyway. So it's like, why can't I not, you know, make a, a higher bill for myself and get what I want? Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. didn't do it. I was responsible. You know. Boo. <laughs> yes, yes, boo. But I do own a single graded page of Amazing Fantasy 15. I bought it off of eBay for just over $300. So I own a piece of Amazing Fantasy 15, so I can claim to own every single part, every single issue from AF15 all the way to current, because that single page it still counts. You know, someone out there bought um, little letters or numbers associated with Action Comics number one, and then well, it's a piece of that comic book. They own it, so kudos for them at least i have a page well okay so i have a question for you then mm -hmm. uh years ago like two or three years ago there was this company i forget their name but they would buy popular pop culture items and sell them to sell shares of these items to people so that you owned part of the issue does that mm -hmm. still count i would say it counts you know on some level at least for sure because well, at least I can say mine's in the back, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. Things. You know, yours is safely under lock and key somewhere. And the only thing now, you know, with your whole, this certificate says you own this. So, mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, you can claim to, you know, I say my claim is stronger because I actually have it in hand. But uh, yeah. it all depends on how you see things, honestly. Some people would say my page doesn't count for anything, especially since it doesn't have Spider-Man on it. It doesn't count. So, but I still, but that label still says Amazing Fantasy 15, Origin of Spider-Man, and so it's like going like, that label says ha. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I would be bringing that everywhere with me. Hey guys, look what I got. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what did you think about the Miles movie that just came out? I, I am honestly still in debate on which one I like more. The first movie is a all-around, you know, uh, Miles Morales movie is all-around more complete because that well because it wasn't meant to be broken into two but i still love miles here in the whole my spider-man my way you know afterwards you know like i want to join but then i'll measure up to you guys well to you too and i'm out of here you know what do you think of the movie i thought the movie was amazing i, I now i hate saying whether it's better than the first one or not because a bunch of people have asked me that and it's like the first one had its purpose. It had its reason for being there and mm -hmm. it was what it was. The second one's different. And although it's part of the same trilogy or however many they're going to make, like, yeah. I, I don't want to say whether one was better than the other because in my brain, they have two completely different purposes. One is to put that story out there to everybody who wants to go see it and get, get the word out and establish those characters and all that. And then the second mm -hmm. one is you know, continuing that journey. So I'm here for the ride. I'll start uh -huh. with that. But as far as, um, I, man, the, are we, I assume we're allowed since it's so far out, we're allowed to do spoilers in here. Yes. I mean this, we're, okay. we're so far out. If you, if anyone hasn't seen the movie by now, it, they should have, they should have <laughs> just want to be respectful, you know? Um, yeah. so at the, I've seen it several times. The first time I went to go see it was in 40X. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever been to a 40X movie, but um, 
I was I was sitting there. I had my drink with me. I had my popcorn, and I hadn't been to a 4DX movie in years, like since uh, uh, Far From Home came out. Uh-huh. And so it's improved a lot since I was there. So I'm like, I'm in the seat. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. And and then the intro of the movie comes in, and it starts with Gwen's drumming. You know, you're like, okay, cool. I feel a little, little bit awesome. It goes along with the music. I love the art. I love how um, you can see different, just that particular scene. You can see different oh, yeah. parts of the drum set. And mm-hmm. then it comes back to reality and you can see everything. Um, then the web swinging happened and the seat started moving. And I'm like, <laughs> trying not to drop my drink. and my, I set my popcorn down because <laughs> it's not going so good for me. So I was very distracted the first time I saw it, which is why yeah. I saw it four more times and that's going to be my excuse as well uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i really loved I, I would say the top thing in that movie is the art and the way that they handled the art um mm. thinking to the scene where gwen is talking to her father after mm. he's already found out she's spider gwen she comes back from um spider-man 2099 land i don't remember the earth numbers so sorry i think it's um, 83 or 86 87 it's somewhere in the 80s no 64 64 got it I was one off. of those numbers um <laughs> so she gets back right and she's talking to her dad and at first everything's very clear and there's clear lines where you can see like you know the edge of the poster or like the edge of the door or the floor or stuff on her bed and then mm-hmm. as it goes throughout the conversation, the art style changes and it kind of blends into more of this, like, I don't want to say dreamscape. That's, that's what I think in my brain, but that's not what it was. It was just more like watercolory. And I mean, you, you've seen it. I'm sure people who are, are listening have seen it. And I was just amazed yeah. at the art, like incredible. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the most enjoyable parts there too. The, I, I was, I was I was half I was during her scenes on her Earth. I was half watching the well, the characters interacting, and I was half watching the the world. You know, the mm-hmm. walls melting, like the watercolor that they were. Just yeah, very interesting. And one of my the most interesting, like so, one of the most interesting parts of that movie to me was a character. It was the introduction of two characters, particularly I guess that I never didn't really know before. I mean, I knew Spider Spider India, but I've okay. I still can't quite get my grip on him. I mean, it's, maybe it's just because it's too culturally different from me that I just it's a fit that doesn't that glove doesn't fit, you know exactly. And it is what it is, you know. It's just a, a pre- personal preference. But Spider Punk, I always I read one mini I read the four out of the five issues of the Spider Punk miniseries. Mm-hmm. That I believe you did reviews on for uh the, mm-hmm. for um you know, on the the crawl space uh Patreon. yeah I call it Spider Punk Avengers yeah I mean I but I did could not enjoy that story that's why I didn't get the fifth issue it was just I'm like why and then I'm just so when I saw Spider Punk when Spider Punk is this movie I'm like okay here we go let's see you know but then when he burst onto the stage here and I was, I was like this guy is actually cool. And I'm, I, I, for the longest time, I'm going like, what's different about, I mean, maybe I just needed a, maybe I can't understand 2D on the page, but to hear the attitude or to hear the subtlety and to hear the, to see the character brought to life was going like, I can like this character. I just, I don't like him in the comic books. 
But I think I can like like him in a feat when he's brought to life and he's in person for what you know, mm-hmm. parentheses in person. But you know, so that's what I really liked him, just how he how he was. You know, I understand from your view on the crawlspace, you were a little let down. I think I think or me oh, I'm mistaken, you know. So, yeah, well, so okay, I I have a question for you first. Have you read the like first appearance of Spider-Punk and those I, I believe it was like some Spider-Verse from Yes. Oh, 2014. Yeah, I've, I've So you've read, I've read that. Yeah, I've read the, I read the I've well it's part it's is part it's is part of my well a it is part of my co- complete collection but as I mm-hmm. I do enjoy the Spider-Verse crossovers and all that mm-hmm. you know that's one of the one of the Dan Slott's stories I enjoyed is the most is the spider verse mm-hmm. so yeah i'm okay. familiar with him okay from there. so the reason i ask is because the his initial appearances versus that mini series that had just recently been released are are a little different for me and and that goes into how i felt about the characters so I felt like we have three different versions of the character, in my opinion. We have the first appearance and the several few issues after that. We have that Spider-Punk miniseries that you were talking about. And now we have mm-hmm. the Spider-Punk in the movies. And in the movies, I, um, while I love the art, I think it was a little distracting him changing constantly. But I understand why. I get the, I get the vibe. I get what they were going for. I've loved punk music since I was a kid and I I was really Mm -hmm. big into that kind of scene. So like, I understand not only on the page, but also in the movie, what they're going for. However, I thought uh, the the main reason that I didn't, and I don't even know if I said this on the crawl space because I was trying to keep it short, but um, the main reason that I wasn't the biggest fan of Spider-Punk in the movie is because he, he just seemed a a lot, uh, very extra to me. Um, in the way that he was representing like his his personality you know what I mean it was like oh down with the patriarchy like all the time it's like dude okay like (laughs) you know it it took in in my opinion it took away from like the Hobie of it all you know trying to find out who he is and stuff it was more like a gimmick for lack of better word you know what I mean yeah there's playing your role and then there's people knowing you're playing your role you know, it doesn't seem natural. Yeah. Um, but I, I did love uh, how he helped um, a spider Gwen out in the end. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was perfect. And it, like in noticing the detail going going back to that art again on that movie. But the detail on the uh, let's call it a spider watch. I don't know what to call it, but um with his particular one you're like yeah that's spider punks because there was like stuff written all over it and stickers patched on it and everything <laughs> and you know i appreciated that um i i, I wish he would have played guitar that i mean <laughs> he had one on him the whole time but he had never played it i'm like man that that that's a missed opportunity right there that's his alter ego and everyone knows <laughs> he can't reveal his stage face <laughs> yeah right you can't but, hear my hear my sound you guess who i am yeah but that was just i just when i watching him and listening to him yeah i mean yeah he, you know he did if you study it and you, i definitely see where you're coming from the whole seems like he was playing it up a little bit but at the same time i could relate to this character in a way that 
I couldn't relate to India. And, you know, I, you know, I like to, I, in, in a way, I always, I always joke to myself, I always joke to myself when I'm watching reviews on the crawl space that I should be a member on the, a member on the panel because I would be the present voice. You know, everyone, everyone people are looking at the past. This, this is not like the past and a little too focused on what it should be. I'm always like, and I'm like going, this is the issue I read. I didn't read any other issue. This issue was great, you know, kind of a thing. And, it's and really, the, it's really hard to, yeah. to do that. I, I seem to have a, I seem to, I mean, it's because I've read, I think one of the reasons why I think is because one of the things that is my, one of my foundational stones, that if you took this away, I would be a completely different person. Harry Potter was a foundation of my childhood. It was the book that was, I, I started reading in fourth grade that I, uh, um, my teacher uh, introduced us to, I loved. I was reading the first book, reading the first book with my mom. So that was like an hour bedtime story thing. When my parents got divorced, it was the only thing that was holding me together as my anchor. And so mm -hmm. I was so, this was my, Harry Potter became my whole world, the passion thing I was most passionate about ever. And so as I got older and discovered the internet, I was, finding fan fiction stories and so i can i and i was and i must have i must have i must have read 150 200 different harry potter stories so just mm -hmm. like the spider verse where there is you know spider india spider punk or there is a thousand peter parkers and the different this one's this one has this one's a blonde this one's a redhead this one never divorced mary jane this one had five kids you know you know kind of a thing I can see all these different stories with Harry Potter that I loved because each one, um, not all of them were great, but a vast mm -hmm. majority of them that I continue to like that I remember were. And so it's very hard for me to focus in on, okay, this particular book now sucks because it's not what it was in the past when I can see all these different stories. Well, okay, well, it wasn't like it was in the past, but this issue as it stands alone in its own universe is great. And so maybe I'm being too forgiving in my opinions. You know, it's one of the reasons why I shocked when I when I commented my grade in the chat. You know, you made a comment going, I'd like to hear more why Mr. Comics thinks this. And I'm going like, mm -hmm. well, it's like, well, it's hard to explain just on, over my over lettering. But that's I am I can be a little too forgiving, I guess, a little too in the present. But it's a skill that I learned and can focus on. I mean, I live when I live. I can I imagine the future in stories. I remember what I read in the in books, but I always exist in the present, in the mm -hmm. in the story. So that's why even if it's a, I hate this. It's the worst thing ever over here, you know, George and Jr. and Chi Town. I hate Paul. I hate this. I hate this. But I'm like, I can see where it makes sense. And while I don't like it, I won't fail it, you know, because I enjoyed it enough yeah yeah you know and well and i don't think that that's them like not hating the present because it's not like the past i i, I think there's there's a lot a lot more to why yeah you know they don't like that but what what you were um what you were saying about reading fan fiction and stuff like that mm. reminded me of um when when i was a kid i i made i learned how to make a website uh -huh. i was like 12 years old had unrestricted access to the internet hey tom probably shouldn't have <laughs> And mm -hmm. um, so I went on X page and I, I think it's since closed, um, but it hosted websites that, for free mm -hmm. that you, you know, you could create whatever you wanted. So I had this Spider-Man website that I had posted up and it had been like 
it, my inspiration was seeing um, my first Spider-Man website that I visited was spiderfan.org and then later the Crossface website. So I'm looking uh-huh. at these websites. I'm like, oh man, there's all this information there. I want to do something like that. So I started doing that. And um, I just remember all the, all the research, like, cause you know, you didn't have uh, Marvel Unlimited, like you mm-hmm. have now where you could pretty much access whatever comic you wanted um, on there. So it, it, I just remember hours and hours of just reading, whether it was in the comics or not in the comics, stories uh-huh. about Spider-Man. And then when I think about how I am now, and especially with the current run of Spider-Man and like the movie that came out and all that, it's like, I, I don't know if there's much that I'm not down for the ride for with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because, you know, the, and while I wasn't the, the, as, so going, so with Spider-Punk, right? While I wasn't the biggest mm-hmm. fan, I still thought the, I still think the character is great. I thought mm-hmm. it was great in the movie. It just wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. So that's also another part of it. It doesn't make it not great. doesn't make that character not great. And um, I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was somewhere. I was going somewhere. It left me want, it left me wanting to see more of the character in the next movie. I mean, I'm glad he joined Mm -hmm. Gwen's band and all that. I mean, I I don't remember if India, I don't remember Spider-Man India was in the group. I remember the, the, every, every member of the old gang was there from the first movie. And Mm -hmm. I remember, punk but i don't remember if india was there but like i said the movie left me going like i want to know more of his story in the movie of spider punk because like i said i think i can understand and relate to that character off the Mm -hmm. page rather than on it Mm -hmm. india i'm like okay here's the comic that came out here recently in uh foc and i got it and i try and i try to read it i'm going like Okay, well, I'll stick to the movie for India because that was a failed that was a failed effort, you know. So it's like on the India, I'll leave I I'll leave India to the to the guy to the to the uh, niche that he fits, mm-hmm. whoever that reader is, you know. Mm-hmm. But India was like, yeah, I liked his relationship to Miles, like you know, like teaching him to use his whole hand, and you know, just in a way down with. Well, the... no, that wasn't that Spider Punk. Yeah. That's a, that's okay. a, I believe I was referring okay. to it, but if not, yeah, I'll talk about Spider-Punk. Yeah, to use his, he was teaching Miles that, and almost like to be his old man, be careful what you're trying to join. It might not be what, you know, this is like, well, this guy makes a lot of sense, you know. You know, you know just... Well, and it also gives you, like, good advice for real life in general. Like, know mm-hmm. what you're signing up for before you go do something. And um, that's one of the redeeming qualities of that character in the movie that I really, I really enjoyed you know, because of that, like, not like he, oh, you know, um, anarchy and all that, but also like, here, I'm trying to help you out, kid. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the black sheep of my, uh, I'm the black sheep of my family, you know, in pretty much every single way. And so to see somebody who's a a black sheep of a Spider-Man in a sense to question, you know, he's a part of this group, but yet he's saying, you know, this is not all it's all you know meant to be. It's just like, I could see, myself in this person so it's it's a really cool um anyway i'm i lost my own thought here so it's like one thing i do wish uh i wish that we would have learned the or seen the start of spider punk being in that in that whole group i think that would be interesting to see how they got him to go there yeah i i see i i picture 
yeah, mentally going like, I'll tear, I'll tear Big Brother down from the inside. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you know the best because it makes total sense. The the strong, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a student of history. I love history, and the big, the greatest empire, the strongest empires in history are not usually brought down from the outside until they destroyed themselves and rotted from the inside. You know, mm -hmm. the 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 when the Roman Empire split and became East and West, the Byzantine Empire in the East didn't fall for another thousand years, and it only fell after it corrupted itself and the invention of the cannon. And so, yeah, just. It made sense that this Spider-Man 2099, which is not like, if, I, if I'm mistaken, it is not like he is in the comic books. But I do enjoy no. this. Like I said, I enjoy these characters I don't know really anything about from the comics, you know, seeing them in person. I like this, although I can't quite figure the whole vampire-esque uh, attitude. Yeah. But I, I, I keep thinking it's like a side effect from his time exposure with that other world or something like that, when he tried to give himself a family, you know, it's like, almost like yeah. he, almost like he destabilized himself trying to claim another world. And now he has to constantly cure himself to hold himself mm -hmm. together. And uh, I'm, I look forward to finding more, uh, more about his story in the next movie too. Well, and that reminds me, you saying that about, like, you know, oh, he's different than the comics, 2099, and it applies to Spider-Punk, too. Mm. Um, well, any spider character in the movie, really. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the thing. I, I don't, I had this conversation with a friend the other day, and we were talking about how a lot of people tend to want the same exact thing portrayed in their movie as it was in the mm. comics, and I don't understand that. It's never, it's not going to happen. Like, from from a selling point first of all why are you going to buy the same material twice you know what i mean yeah. it, it, right just there so it's not going to be the same and like i said earlier i'm along for the ride and i want to see what happens and i'm whether i like it or not i'm interested in seeing what whoa what is this what is this gonna what's gonna happen with this character in this universe mm -hmm. in this movie or what's gonna happen with this character in this comic book like i mm. um i'm just i think yeah. it's really difficult to keep those things separate but for me, it's like I'm just here for the ride. I love yeah. Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's it all. It, it my like I say it goes back to my fan fiction roots and that I'm reading that. It's when I you know I I love the Harry Potter movies and I love the books. Yeah, they have mm -hmm. some things that they leave out, obviously, because you can't make hours long movies. That even though I watch them all the time, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's like can't two be different six stories. hours. <laughs> yeah it's two different stories of the same story and that's why mm -hmm. and so it's like well like you want a this kind of spider-man this runs for you you want a married spider-man renew your vows and this portion of asm is for you and so it's mm -hmm. like i had to i was more in the i was more in the beginning in my collecting of this is absolute bull that he said you know when i when i when i when i when i started collecting comics i had no idea peter and mary jane were divorced or not well not divorced mm -hmm. split up by the devil i had together. no idea yeah i had i thought they were still married i was so that when i found out that they were not married i was like what the you know mary at may at the end of the at the end of uh, far from home what the mm -hmm. <laughs> i was pissed i was as pissed as shy town was with paul <laughs> and mm -hmm. so it's like i had to i had to talk myself down talk myself into a healthier state of mind in a sense to figure out okay 
they're not together anymore, but that doesn't mean that these issues disappeared. You know, the past yeah. is still the past. And so as I, as I told Zeb Wells when I met him today, or not today, on Saturday, that, uh, that I might not love particularly what's happening currently or certain aspects, but the past cannot be undone. It still exists. And so I can still go back and read those issues. You know, I can go back and read Steve Ditko, Stan Lee, Spider-Man, Ramita and Conway, and then and live in that world. And and while the all the new books continue to come out at the same time, so I I had to find my own peace of mind, and which is probably another reason why I'm a little more in the present when I'm in my grading too. And I I seem Mm -hmm. to always usually be the highest, or are are higher than average. Whenever, whenever I'm part of a review on the crawl space, you know, I'm, I'm a little too zen <laughs> at times. So my unbiasedness, yeah, I'm so unbiased. It's, I'm so unbiased. It's biasing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I met Zeb Wells in, in, in Chicago at C2E2, uh, what was that? March in March. Really, really, really nice guy. Um, he was willing to answer basically any question I had. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited because uh, I get to, I'll see him and some other people again in uh, later this month. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had him sign. Uh, I had him sign the con exclusive ASM 26. That was there. Um, nice. Well, con, con exclusive for fan expo. I don't know if it was just limited to just that con. But then I had him sign the first issue that my uh, letter to the editor was published in. So now I have Wells and um, Scott Hanna. I just need JRJR, and I can have the book sent out to be graded. <laughs> so I need to track oh, him down. Oh, uh, rem- bring that up again when we're off the show. Yeah, cool. Just cool. remember that, okay? Yeah. All right. I'll try to remember that. But yeah, that's when this is like. I want those three guys <laughs> just to have that because – I don't even care what the grade comes back as. It's to have those three mm-hmm. people attached to. Well, to have know, uh, to have been able to meet to be to be able to meet them and talk to them about the things that they've done with, uh, you know, a character that you love. You know, it's yeah. it's it's really cool. Yeah, well, it's just amazing too because when I started collecting comic books, Misley said part more more of my story, even though we're supposed to be talking more about you, <laughs> is the fact that uh, I was. Not I was all DC when I collected when I started collecting. I was my my super my favorite superhero was Superman. That's what you know. So I was when I started collecting comics. I my first two titles I got was Action Comics and Superman. That's why I started collecting. But somewhere along the way, you know, watching at the other YouTube channels, um, I watched Reggie collects on uh, YouTube here, and he was collecting a full run of Spider Man, at least the cover A's and. Uh, his passion for Amazing Spider-Man, I saw why he liked Spider-Man, and he, it caught on with me. And so yeah. I developed inspired, a love of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I was like going, well, Superman was who I inspired as a kid, but as an adult, I struggled to pay bills. I struggled to do the right thing. I struggled to take care of things, you know, responsibility. And uh, so it's like going like, we're all Peter Parkers as an, as adults. We can totally relate to Spider-Man and the character of Peter Parker. And so that's, I, I switched to basically 99, 
Marvel and this little sliver of DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and that's why I started collecting Amazing Spider-Man. And that that passion led into a wildfire, which led, led into completing my collection in literally record time. You know, the last issue I had to collect was uh, First Flash's Anti-Venom. I believe. Oh, I, yeah. It's like it's six or five something, five sixty yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. It's, yeah. He's on the he's on the cover with uh, Scorpion, and that was the last one I had to collect. You know, because I remember going like, "Oh, I better get those early issues as quickly as I can too," because yeah. Like, and so, yeah. You know, I remember. I remember I collected one hundred and I got it graded. And, you know, in fact, it should be on the wall. Well, no, it's back there probably. Uh, but. It was just so much fun. So, yeah, I um the first I I can't I I if I saw the cover I'd be able to tell you if I'm correct or not. So I'm not going to give you a number. But the first Spider-Man comic book I ever bought was an Amazing Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Um, it's it I want to say it was in the five hundreds. It had a purple cover uh, with Spider-Man uh on like just sitting doing a little spider squat on a rooftop so i don't remember what number that was mm. i could go look later oh but... it's probably i i think it's uh well i don't know if it's a 500 but was it raining mm, no no okay it was not. okay I, I i'm seeing i'm i'm seeing i'm seeing i guess the one of the iconic jrjr covers of spider-man in the rain on the roof but yes, that's... yeah, I have that one. That was not my first one, though. But I remember just like, okay, so I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I apologize for jumping around in the conversation. That's just kind of how it is with me. So I'm sorry. I'm, um, the, same, I'm the same way. Don't bother. Like I said, the conversation is kind of where I imagined it to be. But even if it's not, this is just two Spider-Man fans going at it. So continue. <laughs> So I saw the movie and I was like obsessed and I was like, I was like, mom, I need to go get a comic book. I need to see what this it has come from. And she, uh, she will tell you that lost in the great flood of the basement, she had a Spider-Man one. And oh. um, so she, she, yeah. And so, uh, you know, we'll all have a moment of silence for that. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so she would read comic books to her and her sister or my aunt. And um, so she's like, yeah, I'll take you. So I, I remember we drove to the closest mall and we went to, because um, we, we didn't even think to look at a comic book store. I don't know why we didn't, but went to the mall and the mall had this mm-hmm. bookstore. It was kind of like Barnes and Noble, but it wasn't a Barnes and Noble. And so we go in there and there's a spinner rack. I'm like, yes. yeah, here yeah. they are. I'm spinning it. I don't see Spider-Man. I don't see Spider-Man. I'm like, man. So we go to the cashier oh, and the cashier told us that it was actually in a different spot. So I picked up that book. Mm-hmm. And I read it and uh, I didn't keep up with it at that point in time. I wish I would have, but you know, you're young and you're not in control of any money at all. Cause you don't have a job. Mm. So um, I just, I remember loving that issue and just wanting to read more. And so when I started actually collecting the comic books, when I, when I started college, um, I couldn't tell you what book that was at, but you know, I've, I've, I've had every book since then, um, you know, every Wednesday going to my, comic book store you know just excited to see the art and what happens in the story i mean even if it's good or bad it doesn't matter so yeah something about that movie man something about it yeah i those movies are good i remember watching one and two 
a lot. Three, I'd watch half the movie for sure. I always <laughs> you you always watch this you always watch the sand the Sandman Venom ending part there you know i'm swinging and like look and then you're running across the american flag going like how patriotic <laughs> you know? i actually watched it yesterday um i was dog sitting my friend's dog and mm. <laughs> i was like it's the dog knowing that he can't talk back okay we'll just put that out there i'm like so what what spider-man movie do you want to watch <laughs> so we watched uh, spider-man 3 i don't think he liked it very much though yeah the last one I watched was uh, was that uh, was the first Spider Verse movie before we went to watch the second one, like a refresher. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, good idea. I watched I watched No Way Home a lot, No Way Home and Homecoming, and I watched Tom. I watched Tom a lot. I like mm-hmm. he's my I like him a lot. He's the best of uh, Spider Man and Peter Parker. You know, uh, Andrew Garf Andrew Andrew uh, plays a very good Spider Man. I love the quick the quirkiness of him, the quippiness of him. And Toby mm-hmm. plays a very good Peter Parker, and Tom Tom does a really good job at melding them together. I you know I find for an mm-hmm. all around Spider Man. But uh, where would you where would you rate those movies? Or if you know if you had to pick which which group of, I guess well I guess it's not three since Andrew didn't get a third. Well he got a third, yeah. but in the other one's movie. <laughs> but, yeah. I like it's hard for me to it's hard I, it's one of those things I want to do I want to do a video sometime where I actually rank all the Spider-Man movies I'm not sure if I'm going to include the animated Spider-Verse movies because it's like that the, the inclusion of those two movies would completely upend the list mm-hmm. but if, yeah, if I did just yeah. if I did just live action it's like going like ooh. No Way Home, Homecoming, and Spider-Man 2, which one gets first place? Don't uh, you see that, like, every day on Twitter, though? Like, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly seeing, um, what you say, uh, like, re- like rating of the movies, and it's an image with all the, you know, like, red tier, green tier. I don't remember what it's all called. I, I, don't, I don't have the patience to make one of those. But, like, are you, are you asking me, like, which one's my favorite? Like, which Spider-Man is my favorite? Uh, yeah, which 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 Spider-Man, I guess, or which Spider-Man, or which group of movies you find yourself gravitating towards the most? I guess, we'll put it that okay. way. Not not your favorites. Which one do you find okay. yourself rewatching the most? Because I have students who ask me, well, which ones? I'm a teacher, and they're like, well, which one's your favorite, and which actor? And I'm like, well, there's things I like about all three. But mm. as far as which movies do I find myself revisiting? Um, definitely the most I revisit Sp- uh, Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I, I I I remember going the day that that movie came out. I think we went to the midnight showing. I'd have to double check with my mom, but I'm pretty sure we did, and I'm pretty sure I had school the next day. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know that that movie was great for so very many reasons, and it became a movie that I would watch. It was like a comfort movie to me. You know, I'd I'd watch it. You know, before I was going to bed, or like I'd just watch it to watch it, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um. Uh, the second second place I s- would say is um, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, and I know that's not a popular one, but I I did really like. Uh, there hasn't been a movie I haven't liked, to be honest. Yeah. So, you know, so I I do watch that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I guess third would be the first Spider-Man yeah. movie. Yeah, well, amazing. The Amazing Spider-Man Two does. I mean, I do like. I said the one. 
one of the scenes I always remember is like him with the uh, the guy who become the rhino, him being mm -hmm. the quirkiness and the like, oh, you know, juggling around with those. Uh, I love that. I love that and, so much. <laughs> you know, like I said, and his suit is right up there. It was the one of the best. I mean, I do think I like either it was Homecoming or his um, Captain America Civil War. I mean, it was not, it was, it was the, one of those two, one of those two suits was, yes, slightly less accurate what they want Andrew Garfield wore in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but it was accurate enough that I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, Andrew, yeah, the story might not be particularly great in that regard. And Gwen's, I'm, I'm more interested in Spider-Gwen than I am in Gwen Stacy, period. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a there is a there you can't you can't have the current movies or the care or the representation of the character without his contribution. But I do hear what you say about ranking. Like I said, if I had to pick the top three, yeah, it's somewhere between Homecoming, No Way Home, and Amazing Spider-Man number two. Just or not, not Amazing Spider-Man number two, Spider-Man two with to Toby, with mm -hmm. Doc Ock there. That fight just oh, so good. Yeah, just one of those so things. good. Oh, on the train. Oh man, I can't. I'll watch that scene over. I'll stop what I'm doing when that part. You know, it, okay. So you know how you put stuff on when you're doing other uh -huh. things. I watch it, of course, without doing other things too. But if I happen to be doing something while the movie's on, I'll stop whatever I'm doing to watch any of those train, train, any any of that scene. Like whatever. Oh, there's stuff on the oven. Okay, turn <laughs> the oven off. Let's watch. You know. Yeah, my family, my family, my wife. I, I, like you're almost like I'm reading something or I'm watching a video, or whatever, and then it's like every once in a while, the, you know, you get these stops where it's like literally ten stops in a minute, and you know, it's like going after, you know, it's the first one's like, yeah, yeah, then after a while, it's like, yeah, it's like you're like just give me two more minutes to finish this page or to finish this scene, and you can have my attention. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like oh, you know, it's just like yeah, just, but. I mean, I understand, you know, I love Tom Holland in the MCU. Like I said, it's, I love that Aunt May too. I love that Aunt May too. Just, yeah, it's not Rosemary. It's not, uh, oh crap. What's her name? Oh, don't ask me about actors and actresses' names. Mm -mm, well, you're, well, you're, you're talking to the person when I say, when my, when my, my wife will list, well, my wife will talk about someone. I said, character name, you know. Most of the characters, you go, give me a, give me that, you know, you know, like, don't tell me, I mean, okay, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. That's one of the names mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with. I know with. that. You can tell me Daniel Radcliffe, and I know, but we're just going to use him as an example. Don't tell me Daniel Radcliffe. Go, you know, the guy who plays Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, him, 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 you know, kind of a thing, you know, that's, yeah. you know, that's what you do, you know, you know, you know, just some actors, you know, just, just something like I know, I know the character name, and that's how I put him with the face. So that's why I refer to people like, you know, the guy who plays this, this, or the woman who plays that. You know, that they're in this movie, and I they're in this movie playing this character. And so, I mean, I guess it's not particularly flattering in one sense to them, but at the same level, it's like you did such a good job. That's all I can think about you in that role is that person so you sold me so much that i didn't learn your real name you're this person <laughs> yeah yeah so. i don't i don't i don't do it to like offend anyone or anything oh, yeah. i just am horrible with her mouth like i'm surprised i remember my own name sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, some days, especially when it seems like I'm you work when you work more and more, it's like today is Wednesday, Tuesday. Uh, does this still end in Y? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially a lot of people having yesterday off probably throws a lot of people off. Oh yeah, that 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 pissed me off to no end. It's like going, well, it's a good thing I have a second part-time job that I could go into for extra hours because, damn it, you know, you screw me over with hours. So mm-hmm. I got so pissed off at that. Uh, but that's just me being petty. I get to be petty once in a while. <laughs> uh, Everybody does. But who do you, um, so more about this. So you start, uh, you started, uh, wow, we're at 50, almost 50 minutes already. But you started doing things for the crawl space after you did your uh, interview. Tell me more about your experiences in the crawl space. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, every time I go on, it's just cool to hear it. Like, because it's, it's not like we're like every day, like, let's talk about Spider-Man. Like, no, it's not like that. So like being able to hear for the first time, like their opinions and mm-hmm. views of the comic, you know, next to my own, it, it's just, it's just really cool. It's cool to have a community of people. And, and it's not just like the panel of Carl Space, but also all the, all the people who listen too. like being able to have a community of people that you can go to and just be like, did you see this one thing? Cause I don't know anyone in my real life that lives that's here, like here with me that I can like go over to their house and go talk to them about Spider-Man. Like it's not happening. You know, some people are like, yeah, like Spider-Man's cool, but they don't know about Spider-Man like mm-hmm. I know about Spider-Man. So I, I love that aspect of it. I mean, it, you know, it, it's cool to hang out. And it's, it, you know, I can't say that I've ever had a show where I haven't been laughing, you know, yeah. and, and that's just the best. Like to have a good time talking about Spider-Man and hear other people's opinions and being able to get mine out there and being able to learn new things mm-hmm. about Spider-Man as well. Like there's so many things before even before i was doing stuff for the crawl space there's stuff that i learned through like the collector's episodes or spider history with jr and brad and stuff like that is i mean it's just really cool and to be a fan of something for so long and to be asked to be on that was mm. so cool i was like me yeah let's go like this will be fun we get to talk about spider-man i love that yeah i'm sitting here watching the audience going where do i put my application in <laughs> I can't, I can't write, I can't write very well. But you, can, I'll, I'll review the crap out of something. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I love. It, it is, it is a lot of work. You know, um, because not only are you writing the summaries, I mean, obviously you have to understand what's going on in the book. Mm. Uh, I read the books multiple times before I even start writing the summary because I want to make sure that I don't miss anything. And then you have to, you know, condense it down. And depending on what what show it is, right? Like satellites, mm. the summary is a little shorter because there are so many books. Um, but, uh, you know, do, doing that, and of course you have to purchase the book. And I don't do that. I have digital copies of everything because I give them to you, but I prefer to have it in my hand oh, and like same. get my grubby little hands on it and read it. So, um, but I mean, it is some work, but it's, it's, it's not like, oh, this is work. It's like, oh, cool. Like I'm gonna be writing this thing and we're gonna talk about it and it's gonna be awesome. Like that's, that's how I do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, same. I mean, I mean, uh, just other issues like that. I love having, you know, I can read. I have facsimile, a facsimile of 129, or the I had the. Well, while Marvel still had its one app up, I had I bought the digital copy right away on Wednesday so I could read it, 
Mm-hmm. And then I could wait for the copy to physical copy to come out. But my thing had changed a little bit since they merged the two apps or canceled. Yeah, one. they did. But, I still have to figure that situation out. Um, but I'll yeah. do that later. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm. T- I mean, I have, but how's he thinking going? I think I need a Kindle and buy the book off of Am- and buy the digital copy on Amazon. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. my plan, kind of a thing, if I had to do it. But yeah, I am the same way. I love the physical copy of book in my hand. I love my books. I mean. I list. I I buy some of my books multiple times for comics and real. You know, like mm-hmm. I have a copy of uh, Walter Isaacson's book on Leonardo da Vinci, for example. I have that mm-hmm. physical book, but I also have it digitally, and I can and I like and I'll listen to it. I'll listen to a book once in a while at work, or I'll listen to my podcasts mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just like I have the physical copy, but if the, the digital ever goes down, I have the physical to read. But I can listen to things at work. So yeah, yeah, I do love to listen to that, but uh, just just very very good. But um, oh, and now if I remember my point, I almost lost it. But I love watching the character, the characteristics, and the personalities of all you guys. Are like, I love a lot of Brad's dad jokes. I am. Oh I'm, my god, I, I am so here for that. I am so yeah. here for that. I yes. am. The, I am the self comedian. I can. I I like to. I joke a lot. A kid a lot. You know, I can. I can vary in extremes as far as my personality i don't do middle grounds a lot i I tend to be more happy and sad like the masks of theater Mm -hmm. but uh and so part of my good personality and all that is i joke a lot in that regard and so i like i make i do a lot of fun you know i make my i like make myself laugh more (coughs) most importantly make my wife laugh so brad's dad jokes and his mentality and all that I i like that and that's why i like encouraging you know, Brad on and all that and telling, you know, and saying things and then George going like, don't encourage him. <laughs> so I'm like going, well, never. That's, that's why when we were, I forget what show it even was, but I was like, Brad, I'm going to make a Google Doc. We're going to make this happen. There is a Google Doc out there with all of these ridiculous things that Brad says. So it has begun the, the, uh, what do you call it? The data collection of the hilarity yeah. has transpired. Yeah, well, one of the one of the recents from I think one of the recents was uh, uh, from the uh, from the Crawl Space Patreon was mm-hmm. Brad's out of context phrasing of we all take our turns on top of this person, <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. like and so it's like so I won't say her name just because out of context and all that, but the funny part there yeah, yeah, yeah. but but so I'm saying I'm saying listen to that work going. <laughs> sometimes i'll be i'll be like so i like if i miss a show i'll still watch it and listen to it right i mean even yeah. if i'm on the show i listen to it again just because you know i like i like hearing about spider-man like it's just mm-hmm. you know it's one of the things that makes me happy so I, you know sometimes i'll be watching a show that i have not seen yet and i'm just like oh my god brad <laughs> you know but but it's in the most wonderful way you know and sometimes he does it on purpose. Don't let him yeah. trick you. Don't let yeah. him trick you. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I'm one of the people who like, let's say when I, when I, when I find new podcasts, I like, I usually go back to the mm-hmm. beginning. And so when I, I, I found That's a the, lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah. I found, I found the crawl space after COVID, after COVID started, after I finished another Spider-Man podcast currently. And mm-hmm. so I think it was, Actually, just during the middle of, still during the middle of the shutdown or whatever, when 
issues weren't coming out. And so I, I going back, listening to over 700, I think, episodes at the time mm -hmm. of, yeah. of Fire and Cross Faces, you know, it's quite mm -hmm. daunting and yeah. all, you know, for most people. But I'm like one of those people just over and over again. So episodes like um, when they were doing the review for Amazing Spider-Man 650 and Black Cat, Felicia's in her milk bath. And mm -hmm. I'm like laughing at Brad while they talk about that. But when I read 650, I, in all fairness it's to been Brad, tainted now. no, in all fairness to Brad, it took me five minutes to get off that page myself. Mm -hmm. I'm looking, mm -hmm. I'm going like, going like, you're like, what is going on here? I'm like, going like, I'm enjoying Felicia in this milk bath. I cannot deny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, me, Brad, and I are, are cut off the same, are cut off the same cloth in, this, in that regard that we're just that kind of funny guy you know kind of a thing so maybe that's the reason why he's one of my favorites you know, as far as uh the panel members so anyway like i said just i love the crawl space i catch you guys live when i can anymore it seems like i miss half of them because life gets in the way and it's just yeah so it's just like ugh. and then plus the other and then, and then part of them are just like well i can either spend time with my wife and not get yelled at or i can watch the crawl space for yeah, four it, hours at night and it is a commitment get in trouble. For sure so it's like so it's like, um, so it's like every once in a while my wife's out of town and it's on a friday night and we're like hey crawl space is live i get to watch yeah. <laughs> put put youtube on my tv and just have you guys going on while i'm doing stuff yeah but I've enjoyed a lot having you on. It's been a lot of fun. So I've been trying to get it. It's hard to communicate through Twitter. It just yeah. seems like it's hard to communicate through Twitter. But that's how, but finally we're able to at least talk somewhat about Spider-Punk and you and a lot of fun. But here we go. What is your favorite or one of your favorite issues of ASM that you own? Well, that's great that you asked because I brought them. Okay, <laughs> so um, my first favorite is um sorry if you hear that my cat is trying to open the closet okay. and he's succeeding um okay so this is my favorite issue for mm. a plethora of reasons but if you look um yeah. collecting this issue was amazing uh literally so <laughs> yes <laughs> so i was at c2e2 i forget what year i was with my mom and because uh, my mom and i like to do those kind of things she's into comic books too and mm -hmm. um so um we we heard that Stan Lee was going to be there and I didn't have any yeah. of my comic books with me. Like, I don't even, I don't, it was, I think it was one of the first times I had attended a con of that gratitude. So um, I was like, Oh, I got to go buy a book right now. Like I got to go buy it. I have to, this needs to happen. So I ended up getting this one. And um, as I'm sure, you know, this is the first appearance of Gwen Stacy and Harry Osborne. Yeah. And also one of the, or the first, uh, uh, multi-issue story right so story that was tied mm. in multiple issues so I bought this and then um, I was able to meet Stan Lee and uh, me and my mom got a picture with him and then he uh, kindly signed it signed signed, it, oh my God, signed this for me um, yeah. and I obviously can't open it but I've reread and reread and reread and reread this issue yeah so many times yeah and just, I... just to have that story and just to be able to meet him and um it was just really cool yeah it was really cool i have one i have one book i used to have two but i sold it i sold the second one for signed by stan lee for as a fantastic four book so i could justify selling it but, mm -hmm. but I, I i own one stan lee book i had to have his his signature it was signed a month before he died it's asm 40 
three, the first full appearance of Mary Jane in the origin of the mm-hmm. rhino. So I was like going like, well, if I had to have a book signed by Stan Lee and a character that I really care about, Mary Jane, I couldn't mm-hmm. almost think of a more perfect issue at the time. And yeah. So, but yeah. But so the other books, let's, let's see what you got. Yeah, I got uh, here. Um, I guess I'll go in order. I got this one. Um, I yeah. got, I I was at a Vegas con when I so I live in Las Vegas, and I was at a Vegas con when I when I got this. And some of the cons here are a little smaller, mm-hmm. but then we also have like bigger name people like um, who uh, oh I'm blanking. Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I'll come back to that. But we have bigger name people that show up to these mm-hmm. smaller cons. So there's like no one at their tables. So anyway, I went to this vendor. I always make a habit when I go to cons of going to the same comic book vendors. If they have books that I like mm-hmm. all three or four or however many days of the con. Because we all know that on the last day of the con, and for those of you that don't, you're welcome. On the last day of the con, they want to get rid of their stuff. They don't want to bring it home with them. So they're willing to be like barter a little bit more with the sales price. So I remember he, uh, the guy who sold me this, had several copies of this issue. This one was in the poorest condition. Um, Again, the reason that I I got it was because of the price point. So he had wanted a certain amount. I was able to wrangle him down. He's like, I remember you. You were in... Spider-Man Far From Home cosplay yesterday. I'm like, yeah. So I got this one. And obviously, this is one of the most influential books, um, you know, as I'm sure you would probably agree, mm. you know, about ne- never giving up and, you know, it's just an oh, amazing book. Um, yeah. Then I also have, I got this at a con in yeah. Vegas too. Um, but the only bad thing is that there's that on there. But yeah. this was this was $30. Well, she. So, I'll buy it. For, I'll like, buy it for forty. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, that's me. I think one of the staples is messed up, but I don't care. I'll take that. You know, uh, it, I don't even have to talk about how important this story is. So mm-hmm. there's that, and also first John Romita Senior um issue. Um, I got this recently. I this has escaped me for so many years, yeah. and um, I was I finally found it at a price that I was willing to buy it at, and um. Here we are. Not the biggest fan of the story. I think it's a little strange, but um, <laughs> I, I do love the cover. Obviously, yeah. I have it up here too. Yeah. Um, and the last one I, I brought out um is is this. Um, yeah. You know, for the obvious signs. reasons. Yeah. Uh huh. And I was able to meet Todd McFarlane at San Diego Comic Con um, several years ago. And I was able to, uh, again, going, going ahead to, to be able to meet the people who make the things I love so much, just cool to be able to ask questions and just be like, man, like your art is so cool. Like, you know, or can I buy a print from you? Like, it's just, it's just cool. So mine side associated. Yeah. Mine side by Todd too. In fact, I have, I had, I had one site one time a couple of years ago, we came into some money problems when my wife lost her job unexpectedly. And so I sold a couple of issues of comic books to basically get a couple of months of her salary to cover mm-hmm. her until she got another job. One of the books I sold was my copy of ASM 300 at the time, newsstand signed by Todd McFarlane. And as soon as I could, I bought it back and okay, along, along with a couple of others. So it's so it's like, well, I lost the newsstand label and it's, you know, I lost the newsstand and it, cause it's new ones are direct. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, the old one was signed Todd McFarlane. This new one signed T McFarlane. But 
at the same time, the benefit is I went from a 7.5 to an 8.0. So it's like, okay, I will, yeah. I, 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 I may, maybe it's, I think it's my, I think it's weird. I think it's, I think it's partially my, my attitude towards school as a kid, but I don't like a lot of the point, the, the five, a lot of the point fives, particularly, uh, particularly when it's like 7.5, cause that's like almost failing, you know, C. It's almost failing in that regard. So it's like seven point seven about seven point yeah, five yeah, bugs. I me. get that. So but in that regard. But yeah, a couple I'm I'm here. I'm I understand with you that certain issues like my copy of ASM one is coverless. Oh, that's you cool. Know? So I had it signed so by cool, CBC though. signed by CBC or signed by graded by CBCS because they had graded a point three instead of an NA. I did not uh-huh. want that NA or you know, coverless thing i wanted to actually get have a letter grade so it's cool so i can see right there on the cover yeah. stan lee and steve ditko and just maybe spider number one there so love it and showing off a couple yeah, of my I books ref- here i refuse i refuse to buy cgc graded i just like i just hate that and uh, it, there's nothing wrong with it right but mm-hmm. i just i want to be like the only issue in my collection that i cannot open and read is the Stanley signed yeah. one, and that still irks me. Like I want to be able to open. Like yeah, I'm never gonna sell it. Well, let's hope never gonna sell it. So I don't have yeah. any graded books for that. Yeah, reason. me, I, me, I just I can remember the stories, and if I if it bothers if it bothers me that much, I'll either buy a digital copy of it, or I'll buy mm-hmm. a reprint of it, or in some cases, mm-hmm. depending on the book, I have a double. You know, like yeah. I have. Well, that's one of the reasons why I like facsimiles so much. You know, I got the facsimile of 129. I can read mm-hmm. that, and it's exactly how that book is, you know, back in the day. But, but like, it doesn't smell the same. Well, I don't need to <laughs> – I don't smell it. You know, I <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but, yeah, like oh, this that's is one, awesome. But, like I said, this is one of the conditions here. I got tape residue on three of the four sides, you know, a big old ugly moisture stain thing here. This is like this. I think this is this was like the last book I needed in the ten, one through ten. Mm-hmm. Was this particular issue, you know? Just it's one of my favorites because three is my lucky number. So mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing. And I found it while I was looking for ASM one, the last book I needed for my collection to complete my ASM run one through current. So. Yeah. That's, happen, that's happen. crazy that that was your last one. Yeah, I don't know why it just happened that way. But the funny thing is, there's a very funny thing attached to this story. I, I, I saw it on eBay. I thought, well, it's the last one. I might as well go all out instead of buying it raw, trying to get it raw. Like, let's just settle for a graded copy because I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna end up grading it anyway, right? And all whatever. And so I found this 9.8. The guy I talked to on eBay messaged. He actually had seen my cha- he'd seen my channel here. He actually seen oh, that's cool. So he'd actually seen me and watched a few of my videos and go like going, you know, like I'm like you know, just like I, I think I mentioned like going, yeah, I got a YouTube channel, Mr. Comics eighty nine, then just like, you know, this is my last book I need and I look forward to unboxing on my channels and like so it's like really funny that the last book that I needed for my run was bought from somebody who had watched and enjoyed my videos or at least enough of my that's... videos to mention so it's like going like you make me cry oh that's so cool though that's so, that, so cool that's my that's my sentimental and attachment there just yeah it's not a overly valuable book but it's a 
sentimental book now for the fact that it's for more reason than one. But anyway, um, yeah, this, this has been a lot of fun, and I don't want to have the video stretch for too much longer because mm -hmm. uh, it'll be tough enough to have, for anyone watching the video to actually make it more than an hour. Podcast is another matter. People listen to things a lot easier than they watch it. But uh, is there anything you'd like to shout out or mention about yourself before we sign off here? Yeah, I actually had a couple other things uh, that Spider-Punk related items that okay. I wanted to show you, if that's okay. Perfectly fine. Um, well, so, and there's not that much Spider-Man or Spider-Punk stuff out there. As, well, I mean, it's a little different now since the movie came out, but this was uh, really the first, like, really cool Spider-Punk thing that I got. Um, yeah. Just a little statue from from the game. Um I love the little guitar, right? Perfect. Yeah. And it comes it comes off too. You can take the guitar off in. Um, but I mean, like just to, to look at the like the detail on it, uh, you know, is is really cool. And this actually helped me make my spider punk jacket that I made uh to go with my my cosplay. And uh yeah, so many studs. Oh my god. Yeah. Um speaking of that, I also have the mask that I made uh for a spider punk. Um, yeah. I had taken like an old mask that like the eyes were sewn in and like wasn't wasn't a good mask and I just made this using like folders and like some vinyl and uh, yeah some studs so that that was fun uh, and you know I, since I've done that I've learned to do many other things actually today my friend was over and we were making he was showing me how to do leather work. and um, so the goal is to make the pouches and the belt for Scarlet Spider. So mm -hmm. that'll be soon. Um, and then one other thing that I picked up recently that I thought was cool is this. So this is entirely mm. made out of like blocks, right? Like Legos. And um, it has a bunch of spider people in there. Mm -hmm. wow. know, there we go. Yeah. Lego, little Lego pieces. Looks. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, that's, that's just like, that's something I got recently that I thought was pretty cool. It took forever to put together. Yeah, I can imagine. I've my Funko Pop collecting has changed. I've whittled down a lot of the non-Spider-Man pops, kept everything Spider-Man related, but mm -hmm. I've I've narrowed I narrowed down like 50 pops from my collection because like, well, I have a I don't need you. You're not you don't need you. Don't need you. You're not Spider-Man. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but a lot of fun. But yeah, well, it's been a pleasure having you on and uh anyone still watching or still listening you check out spider-man crawl space they do the reviews of the current issues they do the yearly show of spider jeopardy where brad's gonna be defending his title brad's gonna be defending his title here soon so that um, was a fluke and there's that was a fluke i'll text him that right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i designed us i designed that special picture for him and that i that i saw that's like well i was so happy for brad because i root i root for brad for a couple oh, of yeah. years. No, I'm just messing around, but yeah, for yeah. sure. I want to make a trophy. Yeah, that's what you guys. That's what we need to do. Is take some sort of cheap, um, cheap. Uh, well, hell, I need some sort of cheap trophy. Buy some sort of actual real trophy that you mm -hmm. mail <laughs> to each other. Yeah. And all that, so you can actually have Spider Jeopardy champion. <laughs> and oh yeah, just... I'm a teacher. I got access to all these really bad trophies and medals and stuff like that. Like, let's go. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> cool. Just to have some sort of have someone you know who metal worker design and weld on some sort of spider logo or sp crawl space logo, that kind of thing. But yeah. Anyway, it's been a pleasure having you on. 
uh, we'll have to do it again sometime or whatever, if we ever we find the time to, you know, between my busy schedule and uh, yours as a teacher coming up here. You only have a couple more months of vacation. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it quiet for some reason. <laughs> so, no, no, don't remind me that there's uh, only, only this much time until school starts again. Yeah. My wife is actually trying to become an English teacher. She's oh, cool. having trouble with her certification for by Colorado, but it's a lot of hoops. Well, she doesn't. She's very she's a very smart person, but she's one of those that doesn't that doesn't test well. Mm, yeah, you know, the licenses so. really depend on at least five different state tests. Yeah, depending so on the state. Yeah, so she's yeah. a very smart person. You know, in some cases, smarter than me, but yeah, she can't test well on. It's just, it's just a struggle. So, yeah. but yeah, so everyone watching, check out, I'll put, I'll drop a link if I can remember onto Spider-Man Crawl Space, you know, the website on YouTube, you know, sub, sub Brad up there. So you can get over mm -hmm. 2000 subscribers. I will mm -hmm. see if I, if I can remember, I'll drop a link to your uh, Twitter page or one or mm -hmm. both of them so they can yeah. check you out and follow you and, uh, and all that. And, uh, well, that's about it. So it's another uh, interview with the Spider-Man community, that our comic book community that I like to do. And while it was a lot less Spider-Punk than I originally thought it would be, I had just as much fun as I would have had. So thank you very much for being yeah, on. Thank you for having thank you for having me on. And yeah, if you wanna if you wanna follow me, it's at Sarah Pezzle and it's spelled right there. Yeah. For those of you watching the for those of you listening to the podcast, you know, P E Z E L. And mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, Sarah so take, with no H. <laughs> yeah, Sarah with no H. So, yeah. So, uh, I had a thought, now I lost it. Oh well. Take care, everyone. Happy collecting, and I'll see you guys next time. Talk to you later. <laughs>